Hello and welcome to Drop the Ball. So I want to be sponsored by In and Out because that's what we're doing today. In and Out, quick, quick episode. Let's go. What do you got, Matt? In and Out. What does that mean? <laughs> it means like we're gonna the be. It place? means it's gonna be a oh, quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in and Out. What is that? Okay, so let's get straight. In and Out. Uh, what's Wendy's? Wendy's Burger King. What do they sell? Uh, let's get straight to it then. I don't. I don't care. Let's let's really. Let's uh, do it, baby. Okay. Uh, <laughs> also, this is a new time for everyone, so we are starting to upload it on. Thursday, so it's Thursday mornings you're going to see it. We're going to be live on a, should we say the town? <laughs> Wildcat Radio in Whoa. Manhattan, Kansas, 91.9. Live starting live. Wednesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. So if That's you want right. to check in at that point, you can if you're in the Manhattan area. But, but, but we you will still anymore. get, yeah, but you will still get that same exact episode and be put, and you will put it, and we will put it on our podcast so the same way i'll still put it i'll up- upload social media and it'll be there so yeah drop the ball is still going on but thursday mornings instead or you could listen wednesday night what's going on and this is the last episode is this the last episode that i can not follow fcc guidelines yes Fuck okay yeah. this is okay. where we drop <laughs> this is where this is where we just go off this, this is yeah <laughs> i'd love for them to listen we to say it absolutely like, everything well, <laughs> ian fine. listens to this yeah <laughs> our professor listens to this yeah. and just takes us yeah, and takes absolutely away from kills us, us. Oh, Josh. Josh is here. Josh is here. Your microphone's already set up. We're recording. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're, we're going. Here. We're going, baby. Yeah, we're going quick. So, uh, hello. Josh is back. I don't have any headphones in, so I, I, yeah. I have no idea how, I don't how loud okay. I am. Yeah. You, you can over it like this? Yeah. Blow You're the good. chin. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you got it. Microphone's for It's been a while. Yeah. I've forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to breathe into it, either. I know. We don't have... Sorry, I just came over from Payton's side. Hold it down. Hold it down. Hold it down. All right, we doing baseball or football first? Yeah, so we're gonna start off with the coffin corner. You know yes, how it be. Okay, I'm gonna put this down. Okay. <laughs> okay, and then All we're right. going to welcome back. We're gonna go over to Arrowhead for the Arrowhead Chop Talk. Then we're gonna end it with America's favorite segment, as you know what it is. Drop the wall. It's the name of the show. Always and forever. Get them ready, fellas. That means you, Josh. We're ready. So oh, means me too. <laughs> yes. Oh, you already called one. I already called Jack. one too. Cool. So we're gonna start with the Royals. Hey guys, I do have to break this down for you um salvador perez is having an mvp type season what are you talking about he's having a top five season he's having an mvp type season change my mind he's having a top all right five i'll have i have two words for you what four words for you five words for you uh-huh. shohei otani black guerrero jr I understand. I'm saying an MVT, MVP type season. I'm not saying that he's going to win, I but I wouldn't be surprised if he's the third finalist. No. Uh, uh, nope. Really? Um, you think so? I would, so here's the deal. Um, because he's a catcher and because of the wide variety of opinions on what makes a catcher valuable and what makes a catcher not valuable, that yeah. already makes it harder for him to win an MVP. I understand. Also... Um, while he does personally account for 25% of our wins, literally, he's knocked in 25% of our winning runs and all of our wins this season. Um, I know that sounds like an insane stat. That's because it is. Uh, if he was on a winning team with that, that alone puts him in the top five. But with the rest of his batting numbers combined, there's no way that somebody wouldn't be on top of him in almost any other given season. I mean, He's I not hitting for a good enough average. I, I, okay, basically. yeah, but... it. But suddenly, two seventy five is not a good enough. No, average. no, no. I get that, but like, it's there's a fine always, average. It's not an MVP average. There's always going to be someone like Vlad Guerrero Jr. who's hitting more home runs or the same home runs, but hitting three hundred as well. I understand. And on a winning team. And batting average. And on a winning while, team. While on a winning team, while batting average isn't necessarily the end all be all stat, and it probably should start being phased out. Um, 
but it's still in that same in that same realm though home runs should not be this the lone stat that you look at for like supreme power as well well, well no, but that's what but they're it, doing. That's though. that's I mean no. that's the thing is I mean as of right now batting average and home runs are what people look at for for power and for 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 hitting. Okay. Basically. Well, I just want to say if he should at least be top 5, top 7 in the MVP vote. I, I think, think top 7 is very possible. Top 7 is top very five possible. Top 5 is a little bit especially if he doesn't fall off. A little little if bit more of a stretch. If but he continues like this, he'll yeah. be top 5. I it's if he absolutely insane. I don't I I literally don't understand it. I I I it's, don't get it. It's frustrating, but um, one thing that's going to hold him back a lot is the fact that he plays for the Royals. I know. That, that's I think if he played like this on the Red Sox, the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Angels. any of the Chicago teams, the Indians. No, the Indians don't get a. a I said a Angels. Oh, okay, but yeah, any, basically, if he played like this and played like this on any big market team, he would be almost a lock for top five, even if he stopped producing like this the rest of the season. You know, so okay. Well, moving on to someone else who's really been an absolute consistent part in this lineup. And quite honestly, we were calling for his name at the beginning of the season. Nicky Lopez deserves way more respect than anybody ever gives him. And he's starting to give himself a starting job on next year's team as well. Yeah. I don't I, I don't know what happened, but he's suddenly having three hit games like it's just – it just happens every day. He's also having two hit games anytime he doesn't have a three-hit game. And he's currently on like a seven-game hitting streak right now. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, the fact of the matter is, um, with I mean, unless I mean, the only way that Mondesi, in my mind, even consider uh, is even considered the starting shortstop for opening day next year, is if he can play all of September I healthy. Don't, I don't. And I don't think, think so. that'll happen for one. Well, well even I think even <coughs> if it does, Nicky Lopez has proven that defensively and is it with his ability to get on base that he deserves a look at opening day shortstop. I think that unless Nicky Lopez is on the IL. He's there. He, he's not getting a starting job in the, the middle infield yeah. because Mif- Whit Merrifield's going to have the other one unless yeah. he's on the IL, and no Lopez is going to have the other one. Bobby Witt's going to be at third base in the future, most likely. Yeah, we'll see. I uh, we will not see this September though because I don't think he's coming up. I don't September. think. I don't no, think they are either. He's not. Well, I don't I mean, think they are expanded either. rosters. He's not up, and they're not. Well, if well even if we somebody gets hurt and they put him on like the sixty, and like if someone gets hurt and is out for the season, then and we have to get, we can get another person. I still don't think it's going to be Bobby Witt Jr. Well. Here's here's my thing is that I was unaware until recently that rosters didn't expand to 40 this year. They expanded to 28. Yeah, a lot less. Which is like insane. Yeah. Uh yeah, because if I mean if it expanded to 40, they would probably say screw it. If they expanded not really to 40, winning, you might as well. That's Who a cares? much different that's a set much of circumstances different. in which case yeah, he'd be yeah. up here. Um just cuz we wouldn't have other guys that would come come up. We don't have 40 guys. Yeah. I mean so. and Especially not without him. Moving on to just recently what the Royals have been up to. Of course, they they won three out of four in Seattle. And, of course, it's blanking on me who they played before. But The Astros. The, they played the Astros in Houston. Yeah, and they took – they split that series and with And that was them. after sweeping the Cubs. Yeah. So, <laughs> we talked about, I think, the great Cubs run. last week. But yeah, we did play run. the Indians last night, God forbid. And you All know what hit. we saw last night? We saw that Edward Olivares cannot play defense, and which actually really is a stark difference than what we've seen before. I um, really his defense was that. one of the main reasons that people wanted him up before he started to hit. I mean, hitting has always been his thing. No, I, mean, I know, but like he wasn't hitting great. But everybody was like, "Well, he can still play defense in the outfield better than Dozier. He can still play better." Yeah, than not anymore. Not right now. Yeah, yeah, that's it, he was and absolutely horrific these past three nights. And now we may see why he hasn't. He's been traversing I twenty nine like nobody's business because yeah. he has had issues with the glove and maybe it was just kind of um 
I'm forget the word, forgetting the word, but bl- a certain blindness that yeah. causes fans not to realize that and are like, why isn't he up? Well, that's why. I mean, the fact of the matter is you're at a point right now where I know as much as Matt is going to hate me saying this, Ryan O'Hearn is a better outfield option than he is. The fuck are you talking no, about? Ri- no, hold on. Ryan O'Hearn. Ryan O'Hearn has easily been the most, the one of the best surprises of this season outside of Nicky Lopez. I'm, I'm genuinely, I'm g- being genuinely honest. His See, I don't agree with that. His numbers won't necessarily back it up. No, they don't. But the, from the eye test perspective, he's been able to hit opposite field on a pretty regular basis. He's been able to make contact on a regular basis, even if it's not going for hits. And he really genuinely hasn't played that bad in the outfield. I haven't looked at the numbers, the statistical numbers. He hasn't played in every game that I've watched. I've only ever seen him make like one bad play where he misplayed the ball in the air. He Which has is not better play- than almost every other defender that isn't Michael A. Taylor. He has not played horrific defense in the outfield, yes, but he still looks very lost out there. I didn't and say he was the best option. Yeah, I understand. Just and, a better and, and I can't say that, that Oliveris is 100% better because he's taking horrible routes to balls, and he's just he's looking horrific. No, yeah. I, I, I think you're Mike Matheny reincarnated because he's the only person that likes Ryan O'Hearn on this damn team. I don't. I don't. I don't understand. I don't love him. I'm just. I mean, he's, 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 he's shown at least some clear progress, which I, on a team this young is something that's really important because I, any ever, anybody and everybody has to be willing and able to change and adapt. And I don't know if this is my bias showing. Who knows? But sorry, there's no room for you. There's there no isn't. room for Ryan O'Hearn on this team unless he decides he wants to hit 40 bombs and bat no, for 250. Right. There's no room because. Isabel's coming up. Where I was gonna get to this later, but might as well. But might as well get into it now. I was saying, and O'Hearn and Michael A. Taylor, they are hindering development time, in my opinion. Yeah. I think they're one hundred percent doing that. Well, I mean, here's the deal. I, I, I would short of, of selling off a body part. I would do. I would do or give just about anything, if Michael A. Taylor is re-signed, because I highly doubt it's gonna happen. Um, will you? If he is <coughs> re-signed. I will I will burn Here's the this deal. city it, it's, down. It's not going to happen, and I think best case scenario for the Royals is they trade O'Hearn now while he has some sort of trade value because they could yeah. they could feasibly get they could package him with someone else and feasibly get a top twenty. Now player I agree with product. I agree with Jackson. They need to trade him because there's no room on the team. Like I like like Matt said. Um, I want to back up about. Two minutes, Jackson. Did you say that you're gonna you would do anything short of giving up a body part? Oh, probably, yeah. Damn. Will you ask out a girl? Tonight. Oh my God! If um, and th- that'll that'll just seal the deal. Tonight? He'll be gone. Yeah, tonight. 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 But I, this there's is no guarantee, though. You know, no guarantee of what? I don't know. Are Are you want to put on the? Uh, you want to jump in the DeLorean and go back to the future and see what happens? Anyways, she's at work, so I'm not gonna ask her out tonight. Okay. All right. Fine. Do you but have to ask her out in within the next couple what are you talking i thought this was this, <laughs> this was dependent if. dependent this on if. if he re-signs if i have no no, no, no. If I, have I changed it. my mind if unless he does this <laughs> you're gonna you'll talk to dave Moore's daughter and make i will sure that he gets i will re-signed. talk to her and make sure that ryan Ernst be- is a permanent starter on this team <laughs> you mean michael okay. taylor both right. of them all right Here, here's the deal please here's god the no. here's the deal if i haven't by the time that the off season is occurring and we're like three weeks into the off season and he doesn't get re-signed, and I haven't asked her out yet, which I highly doubt is the case. I was gonna yeah. say I, I hope you. I hope not. Yeah, geez. but if that's the case, 
if we get to November and I haven't done it yet, that's on. That's a whole other option. That's your I'll fault, have to brother. Do it then, but if we get to November and you haven't done it, I'll do it. Well, no. <laughs> okay, hold up, hold up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, whoa, okay, so whoa, 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 okay. Yeah, we I'm need gonna to fight Oliver if, live on the if podcast. If we get to right November. Now. November and you I'm, still haven't done it. That's okay, that's okay. two months of just Yo, wasted time. I'm and fighting I'm jumping Oliver, in. I'm fighting Oliver on the podcast. Let's be nice. I will actually beat Oliver's ass on the po- live on the podcast right now. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna say that it's your fault if you wait two, two months. I'm not gonna wait till November. Okay. Chill out. Okay. Okay. But what if you did? Okay, next. <laughs> okay, we're gonna just keep going. Oh my god! I just wanted to talk about the minor leagues for a second, and then we'll get into Arrowhead Chop Talk. Josh, that's your segment. So, uh, minor, minor league minute. We have a, a nice little minor league minute. Hey guys. Uh, MJ Melendez, our nice little catching prospect, uh, started playing third base last night. What was that? God forbid. Uh. And he had an error or two? Uh, no, he had no errors. He, he had, had two error. walks and, ho- and a home run. Very positive he had an error. He might have. But I he have. also did have a play where he was shifted over into the shortstop position. And he, he, had and made he that ran, ran all pitch. the way over to the wall in foul territory to make that play. Now, did he look like a catcher running that far to make that catch? Yes, he did, 100%. But he made the catch, so... But there are other catches he won't make. I did. I don't know if I brought it up on the podcast, and I don't know if I or if it was just to Matt. But the fact of the matter is, I did say to Matt that they're going to have to look to possibly move him to other positions if we want to keep him in in our system. I mean, <clears throat> I think he'll still play some catcher, but his bat is good enough that you can't bring him up. Is he in without the possibility of him playing another I've, position? Which is he? He's AAA, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So if he's already if he's dominating right now in AAA, and you want to keep him around. I, I can't I, I I can see it happening that they bring him up next year to mm-hmm. be the backup mm-hmm. for Salvador Perez and they basically just split time between yeah. DH and catcher. I could see that I, very clearly. Yeah. I, I who knows? I just don't know. You don't really need to position change him because every <laughs> catchers are going to end up at first base anyways. Also, here's the deal: if he, this is going to sound really crazy, and I promise that I don't mean it with that much of my heart. All right. Okay. He's going to go become a closer. No, <laughs> no. I mean, I'm sure he's got the arm. I.e. Kenley Jansen. You. But the but if he. If, if he leaned out and started to kind of work on it now, like now. He could become an infielder? But no. Even more outrageous. By the break. Oh, God. Just shut up. By the break, he could be Your a right field fielder. candidate. A center fielder, holy! It's not that crazy. I was expecting you to say Here's that. Here's the deal. Here's that is your that is your magic that you want to pull on. Catch out a pop of up, if he can catch a pop up behind the plate with the catcher's glove, it shouldn't be that hard for him to do it with an outfielder's glove in right field. <laughs> the, fact, the, the hardest ball to catch on the field in the air is behind the plate. 100%. That's not hey, even like... But there's the whole mobility aspect and of that's it, what speed I, aspect, and agility that's, aspect That's why of I said it. if he starts working on it now and doing the proper regimenting... You said by can, the break, like in a month? By the all-star break oh. next year. Yeah. I'm not uh, saying that by this offseason he'll be an outfielder. I don't know about a major league I'm, outfielder. I'm just by that time. I don't I'm know, just man. if he's he's got the arm for right field. Obviously, he's a catcher. If he can work on his legs and stop running like a catcher, then I don't I, I don't doubt that he could be able to learn how to catch balls like an. Outfielder. Well, he's not all of a sudden going to start running like. Well, no, of course, a not. gazelle. Of course not. But Aaron Judge plays right field. Yeah, and he's like 6'9", 250,000 exactly. pounds. He runs a slower 40 than I do. He runs a slower 40 than I do, I'm pretty sure. He also is very good defensively. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying that size shouldn't matter too much in the outfield. Joey Gallo play. I mean, Joey Gallo's a gold glove fucking right fielder. Yeah. And that dude's huge. And he's quick, but he's not very agile, you know? I got you. I'm, just, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that this is – I'm just – out of all the crazy things, I would say that that's more likely than Mondesi moving to the outfield in, in complete honesty. 
Uh, no. I think they put, Mon- that, they put Mondesi at third or second before they... No, they're not going to do that Merrifield. because we have Whit Merrifield at second base and you have Bobby Witt incumbent on third base. Whit Merrifield can be your center fielder or a right fielder. Whit Merrifield is more likely to be your right fielder. And yeah. Kyle Isbell is going to be your center more fielder. More likely, but... More likely to be, yeah, but I don't think the that... the Royals. They're, that's true. They're <laughs> not going to... I think that Mondesi is going to see... I almost saw. I almost said going to see gonna get see snaps. He's going to see pitches from center field. Oh, yeah. This this season, no, this no, month. You think this month? Probably I, I probably like say, tomorrow. I would say for sure. Mondesi not in tomorrow. center yeah. field? Not tomorrow because he's coming back from break. From, from a he's DH. DHing tonight. He'll That's why a, I didn't say tonight. Tomorrow. They said... But, um, I find then on Friday. But any, anyways, I I could definitely for sure spring spring training. I'd be kind of surprised if it happened this month, but I also I, I w- I'll give that to you, Matthew. For sure. I see you want. I see your brains what's wanting what, to the think. The wheels are I'm turning. Just what's going on? I'm Dayton Moore and Mike Matheny apparently are just letting him DH for the moment. They are not. They don't want to do. I mean, it. I don't hate it. They don't want to have him do anything. I don't either. Else. But I'm my my point is that he's too good to just be a DH though. No. Yeah. My no. point is that they need a center fielder in the future, <laughs> and at the moment. Maybe it looks like Montessi and Isbell is on your right field. I don't know, man. Hey, man. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens. Who knows? And Olivares is in left because Ben Intendi wants to leave or something. The fact of the matter the oh. fact that I doubt it, but the fact of the matter know. is that there's a lot of talent. We just have to get a little creative with it because it's not at all at the exact position that we need. Go to the Brett Feach School of Being Creative. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Maybe and we can have Patrick Mahomes be our right fielder or something. Or hit, we, he could be off the mound or something. That would be honestly the best thing. Honestly, I mean, he plays shortstop. Maybe he could be our new shortstop. Yeah. Um, We got – I got Bobby Wood Jr. for that. And Nicky Lopez. <laughs> uh, Kyle Isbell, last thing. Kyle Isbell, he's raking in the minor leagues. Yeah. He's, he's Absolutely he's, crazy. He's batting over 300 now. Yeah. For the on the season? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He got over it. Yeah. He's going crazy. He's hitting, he's hitting for extra bases a and lot. That was the issue that we had at the beginning of the season, that he just wasn't His K doing anything. His K-rate was way too high. Yeah. He, he was still making contact. It's just he, he It was really horrible yeah, contact. Yeah. It was, it was bad contact. He was striking out a lot. But Yeah. Okay. Well, we will be back with – the Arrowhead Chop Talk, and, you know, Drop the Ball, America's Favorite Segment, right after this. Before we get into the next section, we would like to thank our sponsors, the List Show Sell KC Group with Keller Williams Key Partners. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, they serve clients with superior customer service and integrity, while going the extra mile to make your transaction the best it can be. Find them on Facebook by searching List Show Sell KC. Slide into home with the List Show Cell KC group. It's what they do. Be sure to find us on all our social media accounts. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DropTheBallPC. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and like the Facebook page, both at DropTheBallPodcast. All right, this is Arrowhead Shop Talk. Um, we're currently talking about the depth chart situation. Final Cuts came out the other day. And um, looking at the tight ends right now. Go at Jago. Go, uh, go Jackson. Um, so... <laughs> One thing that surprised me was was Jody Fortson um, making. I didn't expect us to keep four tight ends. Um, I, we were we were talking though during our break that I think it's very likely we see three tight ends on the field at one point during a play or two because I mean the fact of the matter is that we have three receiving tight ends. Jody Fortson's basically just a giant wide receiver, and then Blake Bell who's a blocker. So if we have all, we, if, I mean if it's a straight up pass play and we don't need the blocking, then. I mean, you've got three giant-ass dudes who are really good at catching the ball all in the midfield, and then Tyreek Hill just absolutely streaking up the field. How the fuck do you stop that? Yeah. You know? I mean, I, especially I if, the, if we get those tight ends in there, our run game, at least in the preseason, has looked a lot better. Oh, yeah. Our line has looked 
Seems like infinitely the, better. Seems like there was a very conscious effort yeah. to get the run game yeah. involved yeah. in the preseason. Well, and with our with I mean, Matt, or, or sorry, Josh, you made a really good point. Like with our offensive Thank line, you. the way it is, like when we have tight ends patrolling are out there with the capability of patrolling the midfield. Oh yeah. They have to stay back and watch those tight ends, yeah. which makes it a lot easier for us to pick up yeah, five, six you, yards. I mean, you play. put out three tight ends out there. You, you automatically kind of think they're going to run well, it. I mean, cause you know, I mean, then you run a play action, yeah. you get Tyreek running a streak. And then if you leave Travis Kelsey, one man, he's going to yeah. be open. Leave two tight ends. So you, have, to block. So you have to have him double Bro, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. I mean, so it, here's it the other thing we are thinking of this. Everyone else in the national football league has also thought about this. So we may or may not see it. And I kind of doubt. I kind of doubt we see it because all the defenders on planet Earth have also thought of this, and have come up with right. a game plan of how to stop it. Right. Which is not to say that they will, but it's yeah. just that I think we wouldn't catch them by surprise doing. Especially anything. if we go into something where it's like an audible, and it's like okay, they yeah. they have the yeah. three tight ends or whatever kind of spread out, and then they bring them in. It's it's about the adapting in the moment. And if if we we mm-hmm. run into a team that doesn't have a really good quarterback of the defense, I mean, yeah, every 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 catch uh, it by surprise, which is yeah. Andy Reid all over. You no, know? Yeah. Every snap is a chess match in and of yeah. itself. Yeah. So you know, you never know what's going on. Um, if we're speaking about receiving right now, the receiving game and, and catching people surprised, something that surprised me. Oh, wait. about the okay, cuts was uh, the fact that Demarcus Robinson dropped a spot in the depth chart, or it seems the depth um, chart. on the official depth Chiefs chart. website, their official depth chart. Um, obviously Tyreek is in your slot and then your second receiver spot is uh, McCole Hardman, but listed behind uh, Tyreek Hill Hill in that wide receiver one spot is Byron Pringle. Yeah. um, Who I want to point out all like directly after the season last year and, and sporadically through the off season, Brett Veach has said multiple times that they're really interested in seeing what Byron Pringle can do. So I shouldn't have been this surprised, and and we've all vouched for Byron Pringle for Pringle. Bi- for bias reasons. Your little lady, said it like four times already. <laughs> I said, yeah, I said it so many times. But I mean, the fact of the matter is, uh, he's going to get a real shot to be a regular, a regular player on the field. I mean, about, he's going to take regular snaps and catch, get regular receptions. About damn time. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. I I can't wait for it. I think he's going to be absolutely monster up the field. Also, talking about the. Uh, the Byron Pringle thing, or Byron Pringle, not the Byron Pringle thing. Jody Fortson. Yeah. Can you imagine the the mismatch that it's going to be for Jody Fortson to be on a linebacker? Oh like yeah. That, he is same, a wide receiver. It's turned. literally it's the same thing as as Travis Kelsey basically. Yeah. I mean, with with Noah Gray, Travis Kelsey, and Jody Fortson, you have three Travis Kelseys just of varying degrees basically on the team. So yeah. with the Byron Pringle thing, do you guys still think he's going to be returning kicks if he's playing such a big role as um, a wide receiver? I think so. One of the depth charts that I saw was that he was listed as our punt returner, like our fir- our starting punt returner. Punt returner? I don't yeah. think he's. I think I, Nicole will I stay. I can't remember. Punt, I, I have Josh will have a no. Yeah. yeah if anything, seizure about. If anything, let McCole return kicks. Yeah. Because it's. I mean, he's got way more. It's room. harder. I feel like it's harder to muff a return of uh, on a kick return. No. Yeah. But yeah. punt returns, man. I get nervous every time I see him back there, with good reason. I mean, he's muffed plenty of kicks, or punts, rather. Yeah. So, uh, Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who wins that out, because we also have Tyreek, who could do it. They just don't want to risk him getting injured, I think, on a play like that. Um, Demarcus Robinson did it a little bit, even though the special teams coordinator basically came out and said that he hates Demarcus Robinson. Oh, my God. Yeah, Dave Tobe was just like um, – I, I think we said that last week yeah, about how Dave yeah. Tobe was just like, man, he scares the hell out of me every time he touches the ball. Um, and I'm like, it'll, yeah. Yeah, it'll be really interesting to see. I mean, that's going to be a really like under 
talk like i mean no one's going to talk about it but that's going to be something to look at is the battle for who's going to be returning kicks and punts for us because we've got like four different guys that could do it and honestly i don't see i don't see why any of them couldn't do it in some capacity yeah i i think moving on to like another because really all we really have to talk about this week is is uh is just players getting cut in the final rosters yep. being being put together. But uh, I do have some breaking news that I don't know if anybody has seen if they've been on their phone or something. I have. But uh, is it about a defensive back? Yes, it is. Uh, you did see it. Okay, so yep. Tyron Matthew tested positive for COVID nineteen, baby. <laughs> I did not see so that. So we are. Yeah, we're gonna have some fun and probably not have him week one, which um, you think? sucks. How well, long is if the he's got to be gone for two weeks? Well, I for baseball positive. it was like ten days. I thought. Yeah, it's, I thought yeah. for everyone it's ten days now. It's ten days with a from negative the onset test. of symptom. Oh, what? Oh, it's, with a negative yeah, test. Yeah, with yeah, a yeah, negative yeah, yeah, yeah. test. Um, I will say, and no development of symptoms. I will say that you all, that also means we might be without Daniel Sorensen, um, because he uh, of all of the Chiefs players, um, he's probably been the only one that's been vocal about not getting the vaccine. Um, and I think that, (laughs) I think that you're going to see, I mean, you might see the chiefs try to be a little bit careful by not having him participate in team activities or not play because it's possible he gets exposed. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of something you can't really deal with unless it goes on to other people. Then it's like, Oh my God, we have an issue, especially against the Browns. Cause the Browns are out for blood next week. Yeah. With the rule, with the ruling that you can't make up games that it's a forfeit basically if you can't if you yeah. can't feel a team exactly the chiefs aren't going to take any any they're not going to take any risks and with with having juan thornhill i i don't think that they'd be who's that looked a lot better who's looked a lot better i don't think that they're going to be too slow to just say hey Sorensen, we can't take a risk of you making us forfeit a game if you get it and then pass it on to a bunch of people from time but the thing is is you know andy reed loves daniel Sorensen. oh yeah no that's the only so reason he's I, on the team i feel like it's a little tough seeing that because I mean he has been such an integral part to our defense yeah. for so long. And no, yeah, I, I think I mean maybe no one's told him that, but I don't know. It's it's just it's tough for me to see like it, it's it's get a, him yeah being given an ultimate. No, yeah, I I think I mean it's we've never seen something like this before. Yeah. So I mean we kind of have to see how it plays out, and um, I mean we're we're in an era where where it kind of it's it's difficult so we'll we'll see what they say as much as it's i mean you did mention andy reed it, it's it's also a brett veach decision sure um and a clark hunt decision so i mean it'll be interesting for sure that's something to watch i think that uh i think one of the most interesting things to me at least as well is that we were able to flip a player to the patriots for that we basically signed for basically nothing and which was we tra- oh, Yasir Durant. We traded him to the Patriots for a seven uh, for seventh round pick. Was sixth round pick. Actually, seventh seventh talked about pick. it. I think I remember. But seven. But it's a seventh round pick. And yeah, I mean, it's just basically capitalizing on uh, capitalizing on something that you just took a risk on. And he played decently enough to end up getting a job somewhere. So, hey, good job for the Chiefs. You get another draft pick. Maybe you won't screw it up like they did on Cornell Powell, which yeah. is it's not. It's not necessarily his fault. It's just 
here's the deal. We've heard many times it's very hard for receivers to get into this group because True. it's just very competitive. Yeah. I and mean, he's also just very close. He's no yeah. Josh Matter Baby. That's what I'm saying. That's what <laughs> I'm saying, too. <laughs> and he Josh Matter Baby made the Jags, dude. Didn't – wasn't – a matter well, of, yeah, he didn't get drafted actually, right? Yeah, he was undrafted. Yeah, that which is so bizarre to me. You know who he, didn't I mean, make the Jags? Tim, Tim Tebow. Tebow. <laughs> You've been gone. You've been gone for a while, sir. That was two weeks ago. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I yeah, mean, I don't know if you guys. It's really fun. I just figured that that was something that you guys probably didn't talk about without me. You know. Yeah, yeah. We wait for you for. Thank you yeah, for yeah. just yeah. about for everything. The stuff for all that the I important stuff. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I mean, another thing is. Darwin Thompson ripped my heart out today because he went to the Tampa Bay yeah, Buccaneers. Yeah, that was that was definitely there's a little bit of pettiness behind that. There had to have been. I was I, just like because okay, there had to have been other teams that were interested in him, right? I and we, I mean, including us, like we we offered him a practice squad spot, and he chose the Bucks practice squad over. So yeah, I, oh, so he's on the Bucks practice squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah because he literally NFL. was no <laughs> difference in in job time. NFL.com literally said, "Well, he signed with the Jags," and technically, yeah, he did. But I saw a headline that literally said. To, or Darwin Thompson chooses Bucks practice squad over Chiefs practice squad. Yeah, and because he did, but <laughs> what it it sounded well, it sounded like he signed with them. Like why his own? Like, and it's and to be completely fair, uh, the reason I know for a fact that it was personal that like that wasn't like necessarily just a business decision is the fact that it's way more competitive at running back in the, the Bucks system. I mean, they have two starters basically in Leonard Fournette and. Uh, Shady uh, Ronald Jones. Yeah. Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. Well, there's um, the thing. I mean, and you've got three guys here that I mean, yeah, Clyde is your starter, but every but the other two are interchangeable basically, and neither of them yeah. are here for the long run. The thing is, is it, it, I guess it's more competitive over there, but he's also been like the number four running back here for at fair. least two years. That's you fair. Know? We haven't even really so, given him a look. So in his head, so. it's like, okay, what's the next team that could get me to a Super Bowl? Probably the Bucks. Probably. Honestly. Depending you know? on who was all looking at him, I don't know if he had sure. any other offers for practice squads and stuff like sure. that. Sure, I mean, uh, that's a thing. So, it could be personal. Yeah. It could not be. It's it's possible the Bucks were the only people to offer him. Yeah. I doubt it, but who it's knows? possible. Um, and maybe he didn't even offer. Maybe he just went out of his way and was like, "Hey, Bucks, yeah. can I be in the practice I, squad?" I, that was a surprise to me. I mean, him getting cut was honestly a surprise to me. The fact that we're keeping four tight ends and. Three running backs surprised the hell out of me, but three running backs not including Michael Burton. Um, but yeah, I mean, and I we just need to move on to what, what's the name of the show? Drop, drop the, the ball. ball. We need to move on to drop the ball. So let's. You mean let's America's favorite segment? America's, yeah, America's favorite segment. That I know. Wow, that's what I'm talking about. Obviously, okay, not your segment. favorite. I'm gonna segment. go. Well, I'm gonna go to go to you, Josh. I'm gonna go oh, to you, me? Josh, to start. Yes. Well, perfect. We were already talking about it. My drop the ball was, I well, it's not a very good one, I guess, but. The Darwin Thompson situation is not ideal, you no. know. It, it it seems, and we already talked about it. It seems like it's personal because you leave the one team that lost in the Super Bowl to go join the team that won in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady's team, you know. There's there's so much stuff there, but that was gonna be my drop the ball. But we kind of already talked about it. My bad. No, mm-hmm. you good. You it's good. All good. Okay, we're just gonna keep going down. Or Jackson, do you, you ready to go? First? Yeah, well, I have one. I can go. I well actually. I'll go next because mine's kind of a cop-out, so who cares? Um, mine is anybody who decided to pitch a Salvador Perez this past week uh, because <laughs> you completely <laughs> – Seattle Mariners pitchers. Uh, yeah, so for the the series against the Seattle Mariners, he had six home runs and he had 14 RBIs. And two of those home runs were what? Grand slams. Yep. 
uh, and somebody got twenty five thousand dollars about it for it too. Yeah, and well, the Sonic Slamming. Actually, he had Sonic Slamming. Yeah, he had a home run in the Sonic Slamming the next the next day too. Yeah, um, it wasn't a grand slam, so it was only for like three hundred bucks. But still, but, um, probably one hundred dollars. Yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, my, if you pitched to Salvador <laughs> Perez this past week, you're I stupid thought it was shit. really funny. By the end of the you're so dumb. By the end of the series, like every time he came up to bat, they were like all but like one, maybe two, if he fouled a couple off of his pitches that he got were like six inches out of the zone. Like the catcher would set up way out and then would like catch it way out. Like it was way on purpose. And then they still ended up giving a home run every game. It was crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> they could, they genuinely could not do anything to stop it. Okay, Jackson, you're next. Um, uh, mine is with the Mets. Uh, I don't know if you follow them uh, or really follow what's been going on, but they recently released a statement about I, I mean, about and to um, Javier Lopez, or not, whoa, Javier Baez, wow. And um, Francisco Lindor giving thumbs down to their fan, to the fan, the Mets fans um, after they hit home runs or did cool stuff. I don't know exactly the whole situation, but basically the gist of it is the Mets fans historically tell their players when they're displeased. They booed both of them at some point in time recently. Both of them did something cool and then gave thumbs down to the fans. And frankly, the Mets, that's lame. That's so lame. Like, really? Like, if I'm, if I'm doing something, if I'm getting paid to professionally do something and the fans are, are heckling me as their home team player and I do something cool, I better be able to retaliate because those fuckers don't understand. <laughs> those, I mean, those dudes couldn't, none of the fans could do what I'm doing, <laughs> you know? Like, I... I think they're not getting paid millions and millions exactly. to do that. I think it's cr- I think it's crazy lame that the Mets are like making their players apologize for you know giving the giving it back to the fans because I mean the fact of the matter is the fans are doing it to them first. It's not like like they like went to the fans and were like oh you hate us and then the fans started booing them like like I don't know I think it's really it's strong yeah it's really lame I mean I kind of get it but I would expect if if for some reason the Royals fans started booing Salvador Perez. And he had a grand slam and just flipped off all the Royals fans. I would applaud him. I mean, a hundred percent. He would, I would never because he's a great person. No, he right? would never. But hypothetically, I would. Patrick I mean, Mahomes he'd probably best. become my favorite. I mean, he already is Patrick one of my favorite Mahomes players on the team. But like, I mean, he would cement himself as probably my favorite Royal in all in all of all time if he flipped off a crowd of Royals fans that were booing him after he had a yeah, grand that slam. That kind of would be ball, be baller. You were correct. Yeah, I know it'd be so baller. So yeah, the the Mets dropped the ball on that one. That's really lame. If anything, they should be making merch out of it and selling it because the fans probably appreciate <laughs> that they gave it right back and would buy that merch. So, what's up, Oliver? All right, um, round it out. Uh, <laughs> AFC East um, with everybody's favorite <laughs> former MVP, um, Cam Newton, got himself released from the Patriots this week <laughs> in favor of Mac Jones, twenty-two-year-old 22 fella from Alabama. Um, oh no! <laughs> Great value, Tom. Shut Brady. up, Matt. I can see what's in your head, and I don't <laughs> like it. What's I, in my head? I if I say, say it, it, it'll become. Say it. It will. Boy. It will manifest. Okay. So I won't. Well, you want you want me to say what I'm thinking? No, because I'm not done yet. Okay. You can say it after I'm finished. Okay. Um, Cam Newton is admittedly kind of old, yep. um, but Bill Belichick was like, "He's our starting quarterback," he with a caveat that. that he had to earn it back. Which, which case he didn't, but he didn't really have much opportunity to earn it back because he only played like 40 or so snaps in the whole entire preseason. And did slightly worse 
than Mac Jones did during his time. I it's, saw. I think it's because Mac Jones didn't throw an interception, which, by the way, Patrick Mahomes did at least one. So that doesn't mean shit. It was one. Oh yes, and one, it was it was a fairly good catch by the defense. It was as a well. fantastic. It was a bad throw, right fantastic catch, end. and it's you wouldn't have thrown it in the regular season. I saw something earlier today that was like, man, people are gonna be pissed when. Jared Goff doesn't work out, and the Lions sign Cam Newton. <laughs> Yo, um, <laughs> that's that actually be that funny. Not a bad idea. I mean, I don't know. Your season's what, over anyway. Might as well. Yeah. As the Lions, do you have cap space to get Cam Newton? It's not like he'd be expensive. Cam Newton would it sign wouldn't for be a that pack expensive. Of gum. But no. that's what I'm saying. You could get and him for Goofy a... Goff isn't going to do much. No. Yeah. So you Cam could, Newton might hey, as well just get him now hey. as a backup. Honestly, um, you could get hey, him for a one season deal yeah. for under a million. The goofball himself. I like that. I like that. I've yeah. got I've got one more part of this drop the ball. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a meme circulating um, mm-hmm. social media, mm-hmm. and it's a side by side of Cam Newton looking ripped as hell. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw the same one. Yeah. <laughs> and on the other side is a picture of <laughs> a very chubby Mac Jones who's smoking a cigar <laughs> while shirtless. <laughs> that was one, of, in a one of these people has an NFL starting job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and no, the other one does Cam not Newton. belong to <laughs> team. So. I look more athletic than Mac Jones now than Anyone? he does in that yeah. That was after the national championship, yeah. too. That yeah. wasn't after, like... That wasn't, like... He wasn't, like, a freshman in college no. or something like that. When it was that literally out, after like, he balled out for five touchdowns in the national championship. Yeah. He was he's With looking one like of a, the greatest receiving cores in... Oh, no, he did. ...in civil history. Yeah, but and so we'll still, see how he does. He but he he Patrick Mahomes is just blown out. Cam to the Redskins. You think? The Washington football team? Sorry. Yep. Whoopsies. You've been out yes, of fire. With Ron Rivera, dude. That's you a think? fine. No, I don't no, I don't think. Taylor Heineke. But but Heineke City. Sure, but Heineke. you look at these teams where it's like, is this our starting quarterback? No. And to have Cam as a second string, even to be competitive for a starting string, hey. I think why not? I think Denver. There's a place Teddy, Well, no, because they have Teddy, Teddy and, they have Teddy and Drew Locke. Sure. Sure. But um, I understand. None of it just obviously the Jets, you know, obviously that. Well, I wouldn't say the Jets because they're still you're hard right. in. You're you know? right. Zach Wilson would see Cam and get scared. Well, well, <laughs> there's that, but <laughs> but they they know that that's who they're going for. No, with, yeah, you know. While Heineke, I feel like is like, is this gonna work out? Yeah, you know. Even with Jared Goff, it's like. Well, I mean, Heineke mm, really we'll use what we no got. No one was really sure about Heineke anyways until that one game sure, where he hung in sure. with Tom Brady. Like that. So, yeah, because obviously the Chiefs yeah. aren't gonna yeah. sign him. You know, these like, people that are like, this is our quarterback. Yeah. But I think there's a Very number few, of spots. Uh, to be completely honest, the Chiefs are. I mean. Obviously, because it's it's Patrick Mahomes, but they're in a very good situation that a lot of NFL teams aren't yeah. because not many teams have a this is our quarterback. Yeah, to exactly. Be completely honest, I mean, yeah, us the card the Arizona Cardinals. Um, I'm literally at a lot. I mean, the the Dallas Cowboys. The, yeah, the Ravens. The Buccaneers. The Ravens. Yeah, the Bucks probably I mean, for the next two but years. Under, I under half of the league yeah. has a quarterback that they know will yeah. at least be starting for them the, for the next four or five years. The thing is, is, I don't know. I haven't read anything about camps, but is Cam being competitive You know, That's for the, that yeah. starting yeah. job? You know, is he even worth it? You know? I don't he know. Might, hey, maybe he land. Maybe he lands. This is a long drop the ball segment. But anyways, maybe he <laughs> lands in our conference with the Chargers. I don't think he will. Mm, no, they're no, that hard was a, and on. That was a last year. No, that was a last I know year it's thing. not. I'm just like it's purely just to mentor he Herbert would, and make sure no, Herbert. He sure really want, I think he'd go to Denver before he went to the Chargers. You think? You really yeah. want them? I think he'd go to the Raiders I'm not before I he went to the Chargers. It. Nah, because they have Mariota. No. Dude, so? dude, the freaking <laughs> the Mariota is insane. He should be starting. Oh, okay, I'll stick by that for the rest of my life. Oh, okay, because Derek Carr's a bitch. <laughs> 
I agree with get that. that one we'll out we'll you end on the, the show with that because Derek Carr is a bitch. Derek Carr is a bitch, and that's He's all you a need. baby back. If bitch. you take anything from this week's episode, our last episode recorded and not live on air. Yeah, the last time I can ever say this, Derek Carr is a bitch. He's a little piece, piece well, of shit, dude, bitch. Fuck everyone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> His name out. starts with a T and ends with a on Brady. <laughs> wow. I wonder who that is. In addition to the entire organization that is the New England Patriots. I will just like to say. Can we all just go on a rant real quick? <laughs> can we just, say, just yeah, be careful? Like I, you're already there, Oliver's going to be pissed at me. Uh, we got to wrap this up really, really soon. But Mac Jones is going to be the best starting quarterback of this entire draft class. <laughs> I would Hard just like to disagree. Say uh, yeah, that's a no. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, we will see you. Trevor Lawrence sucks. Uh, fuck Tom Brady. Fuck James Harden. Fuck Kevin Durant. I don't have any problems with Kevin He's Durant. He's a bitch. I hate him. Oh What's my God. Um, fuck the like Patriots. The we want to burn all the bridges. Fuck the Cardinals. God dang. Fuck what? the St. Louis Cardinals. Okay. Fuck Joe Buck. Fuck Joe Buck. Fuck Joe Buck. There, there you go. Oh, yeah. Don't get him started on Joe. Dude. And, and with and that, then skip Joe Buck yourself. Skip, skip Bayless is just a little Shut wet up. bitch. And yeah. with that, thank you for listening to this episode of Drop the Ball. Yeah. I appreciate you. We next got the all FCC. Yeah, next week we're all FCC. So we're all FCC. We're live. And you will be able to hear us live in Manhattan. Bitch. Wait, can we say that on the radio? No, we'll. I so. Can can I finish? Yeah, what's up? Okay, you'll be able to hear us live on the radio in Manhattan, and if not, we'll still be putting out recorded versions. Ninety-one um, nine. Touch my dick. Wildcat Radio. I did not. No such thing. Yeah, yes. Wildcat Manhattan. Even though our, we're from Detroit. To yeah. our <laughs> professor. To our professor. Whoever sees this, if you no, listen, to this episode, listen to it, but please, for the love of God, we're sorry. <laughs> okay. Please and don't with fire that, us. This is <laughs> not an indication of our future. Don't fire order. us. Don't fire us before <laughs> we. <laughs> Until ne- until next time, and we lose our job on the radio. Don't drop the ball. Don't, don't drop, drop the, ball. the fucking ball. <laughs> <laughs>